Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely wife, Miss Southern Shell, talented and beautiful as always. Mm-hmm. Shell, what's happening? It's a fantastic day. I it woke is. up in a great mood today. Did you? Yeah. This is well, our last hoorah. Last weekend before <laughs> school starts back. That's you know that's kind of like a milestone in our house. We've been counting those summer days down. We put put Michael back in school. <laughs> we get on a routine. We crank the videos back up. All that good stuff. Yeah. Summer's over. Are you bummed though? I'm really We've not. We traveled so much this summer. I feel like we haven't spent a lot of time at home and enjoyed it. Yeah, that's my only thing. That's what we're gonna do this weekend. So we I'm got a couple of little get. We got a get together. You got to go to tomorrow for the kids' back to school thing, right? Yeah, the Russells. Yeah, and then we're just gonna get in the pool and maybe throw some stuff on the grill. Keep it and, easy. Keep yeah, it light. I ain't smoking anything yet. We're gonna fire the grills up. It's still hot as hell down here. Yeah, but um, so this- what are we cooking this weekend? You know. Cook some brat, some sausages and stuff. Stuff easy stuff. Well, what did you talk about cooking tonight? Oh, tonight I'm doing Mediterranean dinner. So how are you going to do that? Uh, I'm going to get some lamb. I'm going to cut it up, marinate it, and I'm going to get some chicken thighs. I think I'm going to do all dark meat, just thighs. And I'm going to marinate those, boneless, skinless thighs, and then I'm going to uh, throw them on the grill, kind of fast, kebab style. Get some bread, uh, you know, like nan bread or something. Mm-hmm. Do some uh, vegetables, kind of with the vegetable. I'm probably going to use some of that Traeger, Traeger vegetable season. That stuff's pretty good. It is. But like zucchini a- and, you know, yellow squash and onions and tomatoes and things like that. And then we're just going to make a, a, a big platter. I'll probably put together a tzatziki sauce and, you know, it'll be kind of like build your own little, not gyro, but, you know, I guess like a pita thing. Yeah. Is what I'm that's going for. That's kind of a gyro. Yeah. But that's what we're going to eat. Tonight. Gyro, yeah. yeah. And then probably get some, we're going to cheat and buy some of that Sabra hummus dip. You can't make hummus that yeah. good, you know. It's and, too easy and to buy. Sh- yeah. I mean, I'm sure you time. can. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to buy a bunch of what, garbanzo beans, chickpeas, yeah. or whatever it is they put I in. I mean, we don't want to spend that much time on that no. today. It's no. more about relaxing. But I'm, yeah, I'm just going to make a quick marinade. I'll probably put the chicken in some kind of yogurt marinade, put the lamb and Something with some seasoning and herb. You gotta have some olive oil. Probably have to buy some good olives and stuff like that. Yeah. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be kind of summery. And then tomorrow we'll just see what happens. Probably maybe, catch some fish out of the lake. Maybe some brats and some dogs. Yeah. Something easy. Yeah. Hey, uh, I got to watch some football last night. That was fun. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. A little preseason action just to get your blood pumping. I'm excited about that. <laughs> How was the game? It was good. I, I mean, was I, from what I, I saw, wasn't really paying that much I was attention. Watch, I was kind of watching the young guys playing. Denver had a new look pre-season. quarterback from Missouri that looked pretty good. He looked all right. Oh, really? Know? Preseason games are just, you know, they're not that yeah. interesting. I watched first couple quarters of them anyway. Yeah. See what's going on. Then I put it over on Shark Week. <laughs> well, last night we watched Barbecue Brawl. Oh yeah, that was. What'd you think about it? What was, what was your take on barbecue? Uh, you know, it was same old, same, same old. old, same old. Yeah, you know, no. I mean, we know all the people that's yeah, on it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know Bobby Flay or Michael Simon. Yeah, but Mo, Amy, Chris, you know, Tuffy, Tuffy, Tuffy. You should be judging that show. You should not be cooking on that show. <laughs> but yeah, there's some great people. Lene was on there. She yeah. she did good on there. Yeah. I, I, there's a few people that I didn't know, but I do follow them on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
What? Hey, girl. Hey, hey. girl. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> She's from out in, uh, close to Salt Lake City. Yeah. Was it Lehigh, Utah? It said. Was she at the Traeger and, uh, deal? Feel the grill. He's he's uh, yeah, he said he's from the Bronx, but I think he lives out. I think he's out in Arizona now, like Phoenix area yeah. or something. What's it? Um, I don't know. If she yeah. was there. I, I don't know. Remember. I just think Tuffy is like top. He's won five so, world championships. I know, but the way he cooks, the <laughs> yeah. way he's consistent, precise. Oh, yeah. I just he think he needs his own show. He needs yeah, show. he needs more of his own show. Than, yeah, you so know. running after some coolers of meat, <laughs> 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 trying to run over there and get your stuff, throw it on. These timed up things. Yeah. I don't know. Man, I mean, I guess that works for Food Network. I hope it does well. People watch it. Yeah, I mean, we it's want- always good to have some barbecue stuff out there in front, of, front of the you know, in front of a bunch of viewers. So. Yeah. Um, the one thing that sometimes you watch that show and you're like, "What are you doing?" The one hour ribs was yeah, that, that was wasn't a bold too smart. move. <laughs> well, you knew that was. I, I told you that when I saw it. Nope, ain't got enough time. Which you know, I, I'm very skeptical. Are they really. I mean, I guess they yeah. did stick to that time on that one. Yeah. But when they when they had uh Bobby and Michael Simon do the the chicken challenge, and they're like forty minutes to, or was it forty five? It's forty minutes or forty five minutes to prep, to cook, and yeah, to cook. prep and cook chicken. And you got Michael Simon marinated. He marinated a spatchcock chicken and got it cooked. All in, I ain't buying it. Yeah. It and it was really and it looked good. yeah and it looked cooked all yeah. the way. I was like, no. They gave them as much yeah. time as they needed. I don't care what that, there ain't no hot and fast for that. You could have had it 500 degrees and it still wouldn't have been that cooked, yeah. I don't think. I mean, but it looked good. It was cooked through. It was juicy. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. I ain't buying it. I think you, I think you saw some magic of TV happen right there. <laughs> they probably wouldn't own up to it, but hey, it happens. Um, this week you also cooked a, a ribeye that was money. Yeah, those were some A5s that I got yeah. from down the, the butcher, uh, butcher shop. Wasn't so it? what's an A5? That's... Wagyu. Wagyu. Okay. Yeah. It's Australian Mid-level. Wagyu. Yeah. Mid-level Australia. It's not like the, the A9s like we cooked the brisket. Yeah. But it's marbled up. It was really good. I mean, I didn't do nothing. I didn't do much to it. I wanted to taste the, you know, taste the Wagyu-ness. <laughs> Is it Wagyu or Wagyu? However you say it. But I wanted to taste that fat in it. So yeah. I just, simple, just a little AP and run it. Yeah. And then I also did some portobello caps to go with it. And on those, I drizzled them in olive oil. Little salt and pepper, and then I bought some of that, some of the, some of that butter that you like. It's Land of Lakes uh, herb and garlic, herb and or garlic something. butter. Yeah, and so I just like put Parker a spoon. Doesn't have it. Walmart has it. That's where we found it local. Yeah. but it's a Land of Lakes product. Comes in like a little tub. It is like the great. It's a really good little compound butter without having to do anything for it. Yeah, it's got all the seasons in it. It tastes good, and I just put a big spoon, a dollop of it, on the inside of the cap of the mushroom. Cook. No seasoning, you just did olive oil. A little oil. bit of salt and pepper, olive oil, that yeah. was it. And let and that, butter that butter melt. And then when it got time to flip those caps, I just took that butter that it all kind of melted in the cap and caught it after it doesn't, you know, spread all out. When I flipped them, I kind of picked each one up, drained it over the steak, and then put it down. So you got some of that essence of on top of the steak. The steaks were about done, then I finished up the shrooms. But they were both cooked and I don't know, less than eight minutes. It don't take long. Yeah. Because you're not like you don't want to cook the the texture out of the mushroom it still needs to have a little bit of firmness to it mm-hmm. but it was a perfectly cooked mushroom oh, how long did it, yeah about eight minutes total eight minutes yeah. so about the same so i, I did the same i started them just a few minutes early because the steaks were probably 12 to 14 ounces yeah took about yeah they weren't real yeah thick. i was about i was about a six minute ribeye on them because we eat them on the rare side rare medium rare plus i guess you'd call it but that's what i was looking for so i was on like that you know 130 145 to twist Another flip, same thing. Check it. When when I was seeing like one twenty two, they was off, 
And so that was you know, about six good. minutes. I mean, Cooked them on the PK over some good roll-up lump. It was hot. And I rolled them out. PK 360? Yeah, the yeah. 360. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, man, my, my other PK is still in the steak trailer. I hadn't even unloaded them. Yeah. I need to. I got to get I gotta get all my trailers back. It's time to get everything ready for the fall. Get it cleaned up, winterized. Not winterized, just I don't know. Ready to what go. Do do? <laughs> ready to go. Yeah, they're getting restocked, reloaded. Make sure the air is entire yeah. and they're looking good. Because they've been sitting for a little while. Oh. I got a contest coming up next week over in Arkansas. Take the steak you know, nobody's going with us. Yeah, it's, it's just, just me and you and probably Michael. Michael so and we got we'll probably just throw right it there. in the truck. So it's not like if it gets hot, we can go to the. I'm thinking pop up, one folding table, PK grill, a couple chairs, cooler. That's it. That's it. Cooking tote. Keep We're going it simple. Keep it fun. Traveling fast. But that's going to be a good contest. If any of y'all in Melbourne, Arkansas area, it's a first time event. Towns and Spice is putting on. Mm-hmm. Shane and Lawson's helping out hosting that one at the great Country guys. Club there, right? Yeah. It's at the Country Club in Melbourne. Beautiful location. They got a great little restaurant. I mean, they got a guy cooking some awesome food in that. In that clubhouse, mm-hmm. or the, uh, we, we ate there last time we were there. It's been. It's just somebody that knows how to that. cook. Yeah, doing yeah, it. yeah, man. I'd rather it was eat. Real good. Somebody. Who yeah, it's knows not chef. How to cook it's just good, and, good, good food. It yeah. surprised me for being clubhouse mm-hmm. at a golf course. You know. And they say it's like that all the time. They but eat I there think a lot. They've got. I bet you they have thirty something. You know, cooks there. Some of the the guys chasing points will be there. Yeah. And I saw. That's a. I saw John Lindsay signed up. Johnny Joseph signed up. Uh, Jennings are going to be there. We kind of know them. Yeah. Uh, there's, I'm sure there'll be some other folk, SCA folks that we recognize, but, but uh, all the people that normally cook with us, kind of the steak team are going different ways. Yeah. Mark and Emily Swine Life, they're going up to Grilla Grills. They're having a Grilla Fest or something like that. If y'all are, isn't that in Michigan? Uh, uh somewhere I, in Michigan. I forget I what town it is, but it's wherever Grilla Grills headquarters is. They're going to be up there doing, uh, Grilla's, I guess it's like a, uh, appreciation type deal it's not a contest or anything they're just demoing grills doing different mm-hmm. showing you how to it's cook like different fest. stuck on them. like an egg fest it's yeah. a grill fest yeah that's what it is you and, just walk and, around uh, you sample food watch some demos yeah watch get to try demos. a lot of food you I probably know. learn a lot from mm, you know the people doing area. demos because i know mark and emily are do- demoing steak on a pellet grill yeah. i think so. uh nibble me nibble me this what's his name chris uh, chris yeah he's gonna be up there doing some st- stuff he's, on the ceramic yeah. kong I forget, Mark said he's doing meatloaf, and he's doing some cool stuff. Yeah. Mark and Emily are doing ribeyes. They're going to show you how to cook ribeyes on the grill. I'm sure Shane Draper will be up there doing, you know, some barbecue stuff. It's probably a good time. I wish that's something that, you know, it would have been fun to go to if it had something else going on. Well, I don't I, know where Jay's going to be. Uh, he hasn't decided. He might come and go. I hope he does. Yeah. Um, and and Wayland's going to be what, Wayland's in Europe. Wayland's in Europe on the Euro <laughs> trip. He's over there. some hostile probably. Hemmed up. <laughs> um, last weekend, we went to Code 3. Yes. In Collinsville, Illinois. It was the, what did they call that festival? You Smoking remember? on Main. Smoking on Main. Man, I'm telling y'all what, that was an awesome time. They asked us to come up there and didn't ask us to cook anything. They just wanted us to come and hang out. Code 3, um, they're, I guess they're, would you call them a rub and sauce company? Oh, definitely. That started, yeah. they started their own uh uh, rubs and they have you know they have sauces but they have a store where they sell grills they do classes and they wanted to kind of give back to they're all about giving back code three they um i think they're both uh, is michael and chris are they both retired um first responders i know mike used to be a cop 
And I don't, I don't know Chris's backstory on that, but, the, but they give a lot back as far as proceeds to their products. When they make a sale, goes back to, you know, first responders and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's what the whole company is based on. And they, they wanted do to, all kinds of events yeah. to raise money for different things. This yep. particular event went to the National Veterans Foundation. It did. I and, so. and a partial to their local food bank. Yeah. So they're really helping out, but they, this is their third year doing it in Collinsville. And it was a cool town. And I've never been to, really to that part of Illinois. It was a beautiful town. Yeah, it was Small neat. town feel. That's one of those contests that I really like to do because it's right on, usually right on the square. It's kind of a festival and an event. You know, it's, it's not, not just, just a, not just competition. You're not just out there in a field cooking somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You can walk around, you can look. They had vendors, they had tons of bands. vendors. Yeah. I love Tons those of events. Like, what was uh, your favorite thing that you tried food wise from a vendor? You know, I had a pork belly taco. That's what I was, that was good. Yeah. So they took pork belly burn ins. That's what it was. It was a pork belly burn in taco. It was pork belly burn ins, a little cajita cheese. Did I say that right? Cotija. Cotija cheese. <laughs> um, some pickled red onions. And some slaw, wasn't some it? Sl- some like sort that. of slaw. Yeah. It was very, very good. It was a good idea. I liked it. Kind of want to. Recreate it myself. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. My favorite thing I tried, I wish I could remember the guy's name, but he came up and gave me a big bologna. He knew it was like Mississippi, you know, yeah. like bologna, right? He's like, yeah, big, thick, smoked bologna sandwich with slaw and a sauce on it. I was like, oh, man, you're speaking my language with that. It was good, too. We call it Mississippi prime rib down here. <laughs> and that, that was my, that was the best. I didn't get to try pork steak. So the contest, they had an SCA contest going on. They had a pro division, St. Louis Barbecue Society contest, a backyard division, and they ran a pork steak contest. Mm-hmm. So I did um, the rewards for the, I kind of did the announcing for handing out trophies and all that for the, calling out the numbers yeah. for the pork steak and the SCA contest. And that was cool. Um, was, I guess that's the second time I've got to do something like that. Yeah. I, I like it. Pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah, I liked it, man. That's fun being up there. You get to stay on stage the whole time. It's not just going up once. <laughs> well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. There's no disappointment uh-uh. in that game. Yeah, no disappointment. You just all cheer. So, but we also uh, got to hang out with Dave Raymond, Sweet Baby Ray's. Man, he is such a cool guy. Yeah, and he is. He's so, he's he's a barbecue legend, he man. Is. He really is. He's. I mean, I know everybody's seen Sweet Baby Ray's sauce, but he's got a great story. If you ever get a chance to shake his hand or meet him, he's just a down-to-earth guy. Yeah. He really is. And he's still, I think they still operate one restaurant in Chicago area, like South Chicago somewhere. And, and they have a big catering. Deal. Yeah, they do a lot of catering. Dave gives a lot. He's he's big into that too, mm-hmm. giving back. So he came down and we did a he meet and greet. He mentors a lot of people in yeah, the industry yeah. too. But we did a meet and greet at the Code 3 store where we just, I didn't know what to expect. Mainly for two hours, we just stood around and anybody that wanted to talk or ask questions, we talked and asked questions, yeah. took pictures, shook hands. I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun. We kind of we got to see and meet so many people that I never get to do if you're cooking at a contest. Mm-hmm. So I like that part of it. And then we got to go, you know, hang out after, you know, in the evenings. We didn't have, we weren't tied to our site or anything like that. I yeah. Could, I could have I could see going out and doing some more of that. That's fun stuff. Yeah, the alarm didn't have to go off so early. Yeah, no Saturday man, morning. I didn't set an alarm. <laughs> I was like, oh, y'all be here when y'all get here. You know, ten's cool. I was like, what? <laughs> you mean I don't have to get up at six? I could do that. Yeah. They were up, man. They were out there like five because they had teams moving well, in each yeah. day. He's like, yeah, we left they're out of here. Organizing. Mike they're- said he went home one night at like one thirty, and it was back at five. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's barely time to get home, shower, and even think about going to sleep. I mean, you know how it is when you're doing stuff like that. Yeah, it goes fast. Yeah, 
And then I bet you when over. it was over, they were kicked back. <laughs> Which we left on, so we had to get back Sunday to get Michael, but we, uh, so we came on back and we, home, we were home by two o'clock that afternoon, weren't we? I think. We got three, I think. Road, two, yeah. three, yeah. Um, we also met Chef Josh. Thank you for the. Yes, the bottle. That's why I got this bottle of Jack Daniels. Not only is the Jack Bung Draw coming up, was it August 8th or something like that? There's a bunch of teams already know they made it, seven yeah. winners, but. But all the teams have got their, uh, all the teams that had their names in the hats for winning grands in their states or whatever will be pulled next week. We'll talk about the Jack. Yeah. But anyway, I just want to set it here because Chef Josh, born to, born to chef on Instagram. Y'all check him out. He helps them. He helps out Mike and Chris a ton at the store, but, uh, he's a, he's a cool guy and it was good to meet. We met some, you know, met some new great friends up there. We look, I look forward to going back to Collinsville. I told him I wanted to come back. I want to get that the pork steak. steak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love that pork steak. Yeah. You bring your own pork steak too. So. Yeah, it has to be within, what do you say? One inch to one and a half inch thick. Yeah. Somewhere, no, three quarters inch to one and a half. It's anywhere in there is fine. You bring your own, cook them how you want to. I saw a lot of people using killer hogs rubs out there what? too. A lot. I don't know if they <laughs> saw you walk by and pulled it out of Yeah, the that's, you know, that's what it was. Drawer and set it out. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's just for show and throw people off. <laughs> Maybe. Man, I was surprised by all the drums up there. That's drum country. I guess you got gateway drums up there, but I saw a bunch of different kinds. But I would say what was the square 80% of the teams were cooking on drums. Most They would have huge rigs. I'll tell you the coolest one four I saw. Four drums. <laughs> those, and I want one now. I've never seen one, a ripped, ripped tangle. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. It was like... It's a rectangle drum. I guess yeah. you, it's not really square. I guess you call it. It's more of rectangle. I it's guess they play on rectangle. Size. Yeah, really. I like it because you can put a full pan in it. Yeah. I mean, there's no scrunching up anything. The fire basket's below. It's got like a, a deflector plate right above the fire. Draws in a cool lid. I mean, I got to the lid didn't come off either. It's hinged, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's made on. What I liked about the lid though, it gave you another two or three inches. It looked like in it. So you could put something on top, like a right? Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd hold a whole shoulder up there. Yeah. Briskets. Dude perfect. told me You've always said you want a square drum. I've been wanting one. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. New grill. New grill. I can't really argue with that one. It's Man, oh uh Mojo and, and, and Mark got me one of them dig them outlaws now. Jay brought, see, that's how Jay, Jay ended up from Mojo, uh, Tennessee Mojo ended up coming to Collinsville because he was going to somewhere in Indiana. He said middle of cornfield, Indiana, or wherever yeah. it was. <laughs> to pick oh. up. <coughs> Excuse me. To pick, to pick up. up a couple. Uh, he was picking up two outlaw smokers. What one, are outlaw smokers? They're offsets, um, stick burners, kind of like a jambo. But souped up, they're more. They come with all the customizations. I mean, it's got the nice racks in, it's got the firebox already in. It's got. I mean, they're just souped up, souped up offsets, and they're um, smaller too. What's the? I think the guy in that building's Jay. I can't. Was it Jay Craig? Maybe I don't know. But I think his name is Jay though. But anyway, check him out. Outlaw Smokers. There are some cool pits. But. I saw one he built that I was like, man, if I get one, I want it. It's a double barrel one. Like, Tuffy's got the double barrel jambo. Mm-hmm. How do you move that around? It just hooks up to a ball on the back. <laughs> Nothing. You could do it. Nope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nope. 
No, it's, I'm sure he's got a little jack. You can pull it right around. It's no bigger. I mean, it's just, if you think of them, it's still, you know, probably eight, less than seven and a half foot wide. Okay. No wider than a regular trailer. It's just one pit on one side and one pit on the other. Does one fire feed both? Or can no, you? no. It's, they're two individual pits. They're just together. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The, the one he could build, man, it had to be a super custom one. It's all stainless out, but it had like a, I think I think it, if I remember seeing it, it was like a 30, 30 inch diameter barrel on one side. So it's cooking whole hogs on it. Wow. And it had a hog uh, carousel that pulled out, the shelf pulled out, you know, it spun like our old hickory ones. Yeah. So you could work on it and put it back in. So you could actually cook a whole hog on an offset like that. Can you and imagine then, what that hog would taste like? I bet it'd be awesome. I bet it'd be unbelievable to cook like that. I never had one, I a hog on an offset. So might be a reason just to get it to cook a hog. I kind of want to try that. I got Jamie getting uh, getting her hog trailer ready yeah. too. We're, uh, I just got the itch, man. I got I got to cook. I need to cook a hog. Mark's want to, I guess around Halloween, build a cinder block pit, put rebar on it. He's already got the spanded metal for the rack and everything, and do a Sam Jones style whole hog. Where he- we salt it, put it on, flip it. Cook it till it's done. Man, the, you know, get us a burn barrel going, do the whole. I've never cooked one. Oh, well, I've been part of cooking one like that. Never done it from start to finish. All on your own. On uh, that style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just been there like during the prep, get it on. Cause man, it's an ordeal. You got to man it all night. Yeah. It ain't like it's cooking 10 hours. You're burning down coals, keeping those hot, shovel them around, you know. Making sure, I mean, it's a, it's a, that's, that's hog cooking in its purest form, yeah. I think. Other than digging a hole in the ground and burying it and, you know, that, that style, this is, that's how you, I mean, that's, that's kind of the, I guess, what do you call it? I could call it Carolina's style of cooking hogs on yeah, pits. Like I would. That. I mean, it's not just Carolina's, but they've kind of, yeah, taken they've taken that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know who the first actually, was. That's the first I heard doing it. We were talking to Dave Raymond um, this weekend about cooking whole hogs, and he said the best he ever had was Sam Jones. Really? Did I've you never hear had that? Yeah, I remember him saying that. And you said, and it, isn't that crazy because it's just salt, and he uh, said something to the – Yeah, like, 90 years experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, the pit. He was talking yeah. about how the pits have flavored. Uh, you know, and that has to so be so true. Flavor, yeah. you got to imagine, they're cooking, I don't know how many cooks a week on it. I would guess a dozen or more. Yeah. I don't know, but – and you get all that flavor cooking in the same pits, the whole, I mean, he's got, that's, that's gotta be so much flavor yeah. to it. You know, it just gets better. So I, I want to try that. So you, we have Sam Jones' cookbook. Yeah. Have you read it? I've, no, I flipped through it. I started. Yeah. You got me like three cookbooks at the same time. Yeah, so I know. Kind of I know. Well, are you going to read it and yeah, did follow the, the method? Um, his method to a T? Are you going to do like? Oh, you need salt. <laughs> yeah, build the pit and put salt on it. He said. I mean, you know, of course, there's more to it. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> mm. <laughs> What's with you today, man? I don't know. Something's got me choked up. Man, um, talking high. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's uh that's something we got coming up. We're gonna do some hog cooking. Perfect. Do some videos with it too. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know Mark. I really there. just want to cook a hog at the house for the fun of it. Yeah. Invite some people over and we're gonna have a hog picking. And it's not gonna be a contest style hog or anything. Oh no. I'm just cooking some eating yeah. hog. 
Can we put the whole hog down on the table, like on the? Bring it out, put yeah. it on the table, and do it. Yeah, let everybody pick their yeah. own. That'd put be some fun. Buns and some, you know. If you want to get on that invite some... list? Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> DM me. There's some. There's some uh, good football games coming up. That's perfect time to cook hog and watch watch football. Heck yeah! Before it gets too cold. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, so, this is. I mean, it's gonna be coming up quick. Let's do that. Let's Made plan. a plan. It is. So what else are we, are we talking about? Barbecue gadgets. gadgets. Well, so, because I see you've got this heat wave sitting here. Yes. And um, this is, I guess it's made or. We didn't know about it till this we weekend. Didn't, I didn't know about these pellet grills. It's got a company called Smoking Brothers. And they're made right up in Cape, Cape Girardeau, close to Old Hickory. Really? And so Code 3 was selling these pits. I've never seen one. I mean, they're pretty, pretty cool. Look like I, There was a lot of people out using yeah, it. Yeah, it looks like a. Standard pellet grill, you know, but I felt them in the store and they were built a little heavier, but what caught my eye was they had these heat waves stacked up beside them. And they said, Oh, you never grilled a steak with these heat waves on the pellet grill. And I was like, no, what is it? And he's like, well, what is it? I hadn't even opened them, (laughs) but he told me what it was and I hadn't. So I'm going to use them because they gave me set to go home. You know, they gave us like, Oh, you cook steaks on the trials. I'm going to open them right now. Well, he gave us but an extra one to give away, it, too. Okay. I don't know how we're going to give it away. I haven't decided that. But. You know, I need to do a cook and then do whoever comments or shares it or something on the cook with them. This is not a paid advertisement or anything. I just want to see how it works. <laughs> and all it is, I can tell you right now looking at it. So you got your pellet grill, great. And these go on the front and the back of the grate. You can see they're grooved. And what it's doing, it's instead of letting like that heat. Vent, yeah. Right? Well, it's like it's deflecting the heat. N- normally, in a pellet grill, the heat comes around the heat diverter over the rack and goes up the sides of the grill, up the lid, up the sides. Well, this just catches. It, it throws it. It throws your it, heat throws it great back level. Yeah. It, it never lets it go up the walls. It throws it back great level. So he's so it's specifically for grill. Chef Josh told me. Yeah, Chef Josh told me he's he's done without them. Great level. Grill's running about 350. You know, your grate's running about 350, somewhere in there. Maybe you can get it a little hotter, but normally it's about 350. But with these, he's seeing 650 degrees great at level. great level, just running the pit at 350, just channeling the air over it. So, yeah, I'm going to try it. So, could you use that On the box, with they got steaks, chicken. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I, I mean. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, he was like, man, you want to get some better grill marks? Try these. And I said, all right, I'll try them. Yeah. I'm down. You ain't gotta, it's you ain't a good idea. Yeah. I mean, it's a simple idea. Yeah. It's just a p- another piece of metal that you're putting on there, kind of diverting them. Yeah. So you're but I can see how it could work, where you want especially it. if you're, if you're, you'd pull it hey, off. If you're chasing, <laughs> chasing those, uh, are they called ransoms or whatever they are in the SCA where they, yeah. You, if you could, if you win on a pellet grill or, uh, like I think Rectech has one, I don't know who else, bounties. But yeah. So it might get you a set of these and try it. Yeah. I'm going to try it. See? It's not for low and slow cooking. No, no, it's for grill. grilling. It's for, it's for grill marks, yeah. It's for Getting. setting setting uh, grill marks on something. Just because you need, you know, pellet grills, they're, grill grates help. You can definitely crank them up. But if you can run them, not have to run them wide open. So, like, to get grill marks on the, on, on the Traeger, what I did the other day with that steak, uh, when I did the last video, it was like a comparison. Yeah. I cranked it as high as it would go. Yeah. It's like and you 450, see- 500 degrees with grill grates, and it would sear. You could do that. It's running it like a propane grill or a regular grill, whatever. Yeah. But with these, you're supposed to be able to run it at, say, 350. And 
or at least that's what I was told. It's I don't know if it's going to work or not. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to try it. I mean, yeah. see. There's some uh, pellet smokers that won't get up to 500. Yeah. You know, that's not an option. No, most of them limit it out at 450. Yeah. It's probably just safety precautions. I <laughs> yeah. don't want people burning down their houses on these cheap thin grills, you know. We don't want it to run that high. Yeah. Or to burn it back. There's some, or, I think, that are limited out at 350. Some of the cheaper ones. Some of them just have smoke high-low or something like yeah. that. You know? <laughs> the old school ones. But this, this will help. This. Supposedly they'll help. I hadn't tried them. Hey, what does it say? What models does it say it fits? Doesn't say. Exploding brats. It says exploding brats. Exploding brats, yeah. Um, Sear and enjoy. Enhances wood pellet grilling. But because smokingbrothers.com is where you get them, you remove the grate, you place the wave, you place the heat waves on the back grate ledge, place the grate back, lift the front of the grate, put the front one on, start to grill normally, set to 400. Now the grate hit up for 15 minutes. Remember, you're cooking at high heat, so cook times will be shorter and the heat wave will be hot. So don't go grabbing it. <laughs> That's just a general disclaimer. Ryan F. Tink. That's the guy from Smoker Brothers. Oh, you know, that did have a little cool, you can't see it, but that it was like a little pellet grill. It looked like a barn with a silo. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought did that see was that. cool. Um, but we don't know if this works or not, but because yeah. you've got this. It gave us the idea to do barbecue gadgets as our topic. As our topic this week, we're going to talk about other gadgets that I've used and that I think are worthwhile. How about that? They don't necessarily have to be, when I think of gadget, I think of something electronic. These are kind of gadgets, accessories, cross the line, whatever. Anything that you add, almost like after the fact. Well, speaking after talking about these, I'm going to tell you my number one, if you want to call it gadget, accessory, or what for grillings instead of grill rates. Yeah. I've said that before. I would what, say you have a few. The what comes to mind? A thermopan. That's not no. That's a, that's not a gadget or accessory. That is required piece of equipment. <laughs> you got your grill or smoker. You got your thermopan. Those are with you at all times. <laughs> that ain't something you add. <laughs> that's something, that's you, something got you got to have. <laughs> I ain't joking. Well, then grill grates would be a second one. Yeah. You Why do you like grills grill grates so much? Because they, I mean, it makes it easy. You don't have flare up. I would like it. One contains all the dripping. So it's not, you're not going to get a ton of flare ups on them, mm-hmm. but it puts beautiful grill marks on them. It makes it easier to move them around because the grill tools go down below the grates. And I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a I, smart idea. Yeah. And especially if you're doing like steak contest or pork steak contest, any kind of grilling contest, oh. man, they work. You don't have a. To me, and they're great, great replacements to, you know, for a grill. A lot of times you buy a grill, they've skimped on the stainless on the rack, or, you know, you'll have them long enough to where they, I don't know, rust or whatever, falling apart. You put some grill grates on there, man, they're good to go. It makes grilling so much easier. It, it does. Diffuses the heat, so you get having that, more even. That does do that. Radiates yeah. radiates good even heat. And it's so much easier to flip your steaks, your burgers, or whatever, like you said, because you, your little tool just oh, goes yeah. right, right in right between there, pops it up. They even got a simpler one. It's like a set of tongs That's with those like tools. Tease. You can't mess them up with that. <laughs> but for doing fish and stuff, it's I even like better. Yeah. I, well, I'm, I'm a big fan of grill grates. Why Always have been. Brad's a great guy. Why do they say, why, why are some people against having grill marks on because you're not getting maximum 
caramelization of the oh, meat. Okay. Okay. If you want, if you really want true, you've told me that before. Now, react, you know, there's true. I don't know, Maillard reaction, whatever it is, across all the surface. Yeah. You want like cast iron or something like that to do it. Hey, I'm, I like I like the Greer Great Book. I like it. So, um, and that's just enough reaction to me. <laughs> uh, loof lighter. That's a good gadget. You bought me one for a birthday. A while ago. Man, it's been five years. We were at the old house. I know that. <clears throat> it's been at least, man, it may be longer. No, it's probably been, hey, as old as Michael. When they, it was when they, it's not that I don't know when they first come out, but I use it. It stays in our barbecue trailer. It's how I'd like to drum. We light our old hickory with it. What it's, is it? A loof lighter. It, the like one I have flame. is corded. Doesn't produce a flame. It produces, it forces hot air out the end. It looks like a flamethrower, but it's you put like it. It's like a super duper hair dryer. Yeah, that's way. exactly what it is. I don't know how, I don't know how it works. I uh, yeah, I'm no scientist, but it, it's forcing hot air. Do not put it on yourself or near yourself or anything. <laughs> Don't touch the metal of it. Just touch the handle. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it fires up so charcoal hot. within five minutes. Yeah. You take it, you push the button on it, and it's pulling some dead cones. It's probably, you know, uh, I don't know how much power it pulls, but it kicks our generator up a notch when I fire <laughs> when I fire it, you know. And uh, I don't know, char- you can have a chimney going five minutes tops. Rolling. I mean, the loof lighter is bad to the bone. Yeah. If you need a quick starter and you got access to electricity. Now, I believe over the years there have been knockoffs. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I think there's even – loof may even make a, a cordless version now where it's something you charge or whatever. I got the one you plug in, and it works fine. Like you charge it like a dust buster? Yeah, put something it back like on that, the- yeah. That's a good invention for Dyson to make. Seems like they'd have a good lighter like that. They have a heck of a hair dryer. I know that. <laughs> Think you turn that thing to loof setting? <laughs> <laughs> we had someone um, email us, and they had this pretty cool invention. It was almost like a it was almost like a flamethrower to light charcoal, and it was really cool. And I was like, "Oh, this is awesome! Can we get some more information on it?" I showed you. Well, you sell were them, yeah. yeah, we were interested in selling these. Well, I haven't manufactured them yet. Here's an idea. I need you to help me promote my GoFundMe page. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, that ain't happening. Uh-uh. Let me know when you got a prototype. Yeah, I'll try exactly. It out. I don't. I don't know anything about this. Anyway, I'm in the market for one of those uh, Tesla flamethrowers. That's what I want to start my charcoal with. <laughs> it's called not a flamethrower. Yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, it's not, it? yeah, not a flamethrower. I don't think you can get them. Can they you? sold out. No, yeah. he only made so many. So I think Joe Rogan has one. He always has his guys take pictures with it. Put it on your wishlist. Oh, one of them bad. Yeah, I think you can buy one for a couple thousand bucks. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Birthday's coming up. Birthday's coming up. I'd rather have that reptangle. The reptangle. Yeah. Um, I actually emailed them and they hadn't emailed me back. Really? Yeah. Because they don't have a place like where to buy or anything like that. Yeah. It says contact us for information on how to buy. Because I was thinking huh. about getting you one for your birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> I was ruining the surprise. <laughs> but they hadn't emailed me back and I did that like Sunday. Yeah. I'm going to have to contact them again. Riptangle, I'm interested in buying <laughs> a square drum for me. Um, what about temp controls? Oh, well. Do you call that a gadget? Yes. That's definitely a gadget. The one I use the most and I've always used is the Barbecue Guru. Now, I have a new one, 
And is that Michael's company, Barbecue Guru? I don't know who has that. Oh, okay. He's Flame Balls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, I have one of his. I've never tried it either. I need to try it. But, yeah, I have the Cyber Q that I use all the time. I've had different ones um, over the years. I have one of the little small ones. The, I forget what it is. The one that works off a battery. It works good. But the one um, – those things work, pick controllers. I mean, all it is, if you got to pick. Depending on your pit. If you, and where I find them, where I find them exceptionally handy is if you're going to be gone or you want to get some sleep or something, you don't have to worry about it. We started using them on backwood smokers because we could put the fan in there. We could set it. We could put the meat probe on it, clip the grip, you know, clip the temp probe to the dial. Fill the water or pan the up. rack, fill the water pan up and go to bed. And that guru, the, you know, the pit controller would hold it there. For hours, keeps the fire down low. You pretty much shut all the vents. The only air getting in is what they're what, what the, the fans, fans producing, yeah. and so they work. Um, and I, the one I use now, I put on my drum. They all have different adapters to fit different type pits. Um, I know it works on that drum. It oh man, it'll hold it works. wherever you yeah. want. And there's no like you know when you work a drum, you can take the lid off. It gets way up ahead of you. Then you got to play with adjusting it. Man, if you got that thing on there, it nails it right back in. Yeah. I'm talking almost instantly. Especially if you have a dot watching the meat. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to open it at all. No, you yeah. really don't. Well, you know, all of them have built in. Like, I got the app, and I put my meat probe. I think it'll hold two. I don't remember how many of mine. Maybe four. For the guru? Yeah. Four meat probes and a temp probe, I'm pretty sure. Really? And the one I have, the CyberQ. But the new uh, Thermalworks has one, the Billows. I haven't played with it. I got it in the box in there on my desk right now. It's been- and I'm going to, man, I swear, I'm going to do some, I'm going to fire the, because I'm going to put it on the drum. I know how this, I know how the guru is doing on the drum. If it does the same, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. It's my, you know, seal of approval, whatever you want to call it. I just know how Thermoworks products are. And they put a lot of, they don't release them unless they're going to They're do very their high job. quality. Yeah. I mean, we've had thermopins for 10 years, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm curious to see how it performs next to the other things on yeah, the market. Yeah, but I think those there's definitely like if you if, now if you got if you're running an offset smoker and you like building a fire and putting sticks of wood on those things ain't for you. But if you like getting some sleep, so there's no point in having it yeah, for a pellet grill. Either, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no point in having it for a pellet grill. They're really for smokers that you want to walk away and leave and have presence of mind that that. You know, the, the, the cooker's not running away from it or it's staying temp. And now they have them as simple as you just set a temp on it and that's, and that's all it does. Or you can even get mobile apps to where you can see what's going on. You can make adjustments on your phone to it, all that. So they're as fancy as you want to get them now. But, uh, I think there's definitely, definitely a great a gadget or accessory. This isn't really a gadget, but it's like grill brushes. Boards, you know the one, the man. That's an accessory. Right? Tell you what, I've been. I don't want to have to get. I don't want to have to get my throat cut and come wires dug out. Have you been seeing these Facebook? I don't know. I don't know if it's you know half the crap you see on there. You don't know if it's uh-uh. true or what. I haven't seen. But there's been about. like I've I've noticed it, and I don't know if it's just because Facebook listens to all the, our conversations. <laughs> but I've been seeing these pop ups where these people were. You know, just a warning. I had to have, you know, we were doing a barbecue and a bristle came off the, and they've got these horrendous, like, graphic oh, scars no on their necks where they've had to go in and get these little, I don't, you think that's propaganda? I don't know. You think oh, it's what? grill brush propaganda? Somebody's, <laughs> but, but that leads me back to the ones I've been liking are these wooden scrapers. <laughs> 
Until I see somebody having to get a splinter dug Board out of them. people have put this out there. <laughs> you think that's what it is? No. I mean, I I'm, can see they it. They said that for years. That they well, come off. the one thing now, I, yeah, they've, they've said it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it a lot, and I've used them. I still have some of them, well, but ones? I don't the use ones the ones that are long and curled. curled? No, those those really don't have bristles. I think it's the ones you see at Walmart. Yeah, the that cheap. are in. The, yeah, they have. The little bitty wires yes. on them, and they're flimsy, and sometimes they'll have Those a little scraping blade. Well. I just mush them. They end up mushing down. Yeah. Do they come off? Maybe so. Yeah, I can totally see that. But I don't see what I don't see is okay. If you're using that to clean your grill, how is that bristle? Is it staying on the rack? It wouldn't clean. How if, do you chew if it, come and swallow off. it without knowing it? If it's that it's big, microscopic. Oh, oh, okay, it's small. It's tiny. Yeah, yeah. yeah, microscopic, but. I ain't saying it couldn't happen. Cut and throw it. I'm expecting. If you basted with it, I can see. I don't know. I'm not saying it didn't happen. But those things don't really work anyway. The grill brush you use now, if you use any aside from the board scraper, is the curly one. Yeah, I do like those too. Yeah, they work. Knock it off. You know about the best thing I've. I like using a piece of aluminum foil balled up and scraping with that. Surely that'll get. No, I'm not getting pieces. No, they don't tear it up. I don't know. It's probably propaganda. Have I mean, you, now that I look at it, I'm re- you always got to be skeptical. You see stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know anybody personal. I've heard for years that those can come off and get in your face. Yeah. And I can see that totally. Yeah. I, can, I mean, I can see yeah. it. You chewed on them. They're crappy <laughs> and cheap anyway. If you need a good grill brush, get a, decent get a, one. Get a yeah. good grill brush. Or like you said, those board scrapers. Mm-hmm. Those are really well. A piece of lemon full balled up. Or an onion. <laughs> an onion does really yeah. good. Yeah. Lemons do really, really good. You know, great. Yeah, yeah. To to disinfect a little, yeah. Um, I tell you what, I would like to find is, man, I've been I've used all kinds of cleaners in my day, but when Traeger uh, sent me a couple of grills, they sent me some of that cleaner they had. And I know they're just relabeling. It's not like they invented some kind of citrus cleaner. That stuff works so damn good on all my grills. I mean, you spray it on, and it just takes off grease and everything. And it's all natural too. And yeah, it's some kind yeah. of all, and when you look at it, it's like a citrus clear. oil based yeah. is all it is, and it's clear. I mean, I mean, it doesn't like you know you use some degreasers, you get it on your hands and you can tell it's just ripped all mm-hmm. your oil out of your skin. You wash them and they're dry and they crack and they're hard on you. This doesn't do that. So well, they're not know, paying me to say that. I just like it. Yeah. So Traeger Grill Cleaner is the best you well, found. Well, that's the best I found. I hadn't I hadn't bought I any other. What it is. I think Real Greats is making one now. I mean, you know, when somebody's they'll all oh, somebody's pitching it to these other companies. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. We may do one. Yeah, I yeah. may do one. I mean, if it's good, if it works. Not a barbecue, right? Citrus Grill Cleaner. <laughs> Come and see. Well, you know, when they clean hibachi grills, they use lemons. Yeah. Yeah. They use cut lemons and, and clean them. Scrub them. Yeah. Um, and they say that it works better than anything that they found. It's, it's it must be the essential oil and the peel yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That's doing it. But man, you would not believe if you hadn't tried that stuff on, on your grills, try it. Traeger it grill cleaner. Yeah. It's in yeah. a real generic looking yeah, squirt, bottle. Squirt yeah. Bottle. Squirt bottle. Um, I've used, I mean, Grease Lightning, you know, the Main LA, drink. what's the LA stuff I like? <laughs> that's from the Dollar <laughs> from, Store. From Dollar Tree. That's some good degreaser. I mean, yeah. it, it'll clean some racks now, but this lemon cleaner, I don't feel like it's causing cancer. Is it called L.A. Totally Awesome? <laughs> yeah, L.A. is totally awesome yeah. or something like that. Um, <laughs> that stuff's bad to the bone, but it will <laughs> you It'll you. <laughs> Get it all, work on it, work on it for about a couple of hours, but scrubbing just, on stuff, see what happens to your skin. Um, 
<laughs> There's no telling. It's coming from <laughs> Coming from the dollar store. Yeah, I bet you can't sell it in California. <laughs> it's called LA. It's totally awesome. They don't even want it to sell it there. <laughs> um, have you seen those things? It's almost like a grill pad you put down on your grill and cook on top, and you're supposed to get the grill marks through it. Have you seen that? And it makes the cleanup easier. Man, yeah, I've seen infomercials on that. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's junk. A grilling oh, mat, the yeah, where you can put grill marks on fish because it grills through it. Yeah, uh, that's I want to try one of those. That's junk. I love the SC. I want to. I love trying the SC on TV stuff. Do you? Have you ever bought the one of the things that work? I guess the only ones that I've used that I've bought different versions of have been it's the water not, hose. Yeah, the water hose does work. <laughs> well, they sell them everywhere now. Yeah. They're legitimized now. Yeah. Uh, I like those water hoses for barbecue. I mean, yeah, they don't yeah. last forever, but they make it through a season. Yeah. You know? I throw them away by another one. They're Expandable hose. Yeah. They're easier to throw in a five-gallon bucket and rock and roll until you've wound up 150 foot of regular cord that's been trampled and grease poured on it uh, and mud and just. That used to be my job. <laughs> you were the hose girl. <laughs> don't call me that. <laughs> hose girl. Well, not anymore. Can you get the home I've moved show? up the ladder. You've moved up, yeah. <laughs> now you're the chicken lady. Yes. I used to be the hose. Now I'm in that charge of chicken. <laughs> it only took me 12 years. <laughs> uh, a Vortex. Great gadget. I've, and In fact, that's probably what I'm going to do a recipe with next week. A Vortex. I want to do some of that red snapper on it, on the hash shell. And the Vortex, high heat. Probably not going to take 15, 10, 15 minutes to cook it. And the Vortex is great. The only grill, and they say it works with all other kinds of grills. They've got, you can size it. There's small, medium, large. Is there extra large too? Nah, small, medium, the small large. medium, large. But they, they, they fit all different kinds of grills. What I've, only one I've a, ever tried it in is a Weber. It's like a metal, a metal cone with yeah. a wider base than the top. Looks like a little metal volcano. Build your coals in it. Screaming hot, shoots it straight up. The dome of the Weber throws it out to the sides. You don't cook over it. You put your wood right over it. And you rock and roll, and it, man, it makes some of the best chicken wings I've had on a grill. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good gadget. And they're not expensive at all. No. I mean, you, heck, you could probably make one. Yeah. I mean, if you had the thin sheet metal well, and a way to tack it, us. you can buy them how to barbecue right. <laughs> um, <laughs> or your local grilling store probably. Yeah. Carry. Most of them will probably I don't would. know why you wouldn't carry those. That's a great little accessory. Yeah. Um, and everybody's you know, got a grill to fit in. I imagine most grilling stores, probably barbecue shops, have have a vortex or something yeah. like that. I need that. to test them out in the egg and see how they do. They sell them for the egg. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. that's why I bought the big one first. I bought the wrong size because I said, "Well, I got an XL egg. I'll buy the large and it'll work in my Weber." But no, it was too big for the Weber. Yeah. Um, have, I know you've seen these things because they used them in the Bahamas, but it's like a pizza stone that goes on top of your grill. Yes, I want one of those too. Yeah. And um, they they were running Baker them on Stone. like those black stones, yeah, like the propane, grills. yeah, fundraising style grill. Were those char? No, those are gas. They they have they're gas controlled. Yeah, they were. And uh, you set this. What it is? It's kind of a. It looks like the top of a pizza oven. Have you ever seen a pizza oven where it's got the, the walls that come up, the dome a little bit dome top, slot to slide your pizza in? But what's in there is pizza stones on the the top and the two sides in the back. And so it's basically like a little ceramic box with the front open. So you can load the pizzas and unload them. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't think it has anything. I think that's just a dome top, right? I don't think it has a stone up top. 
I don't know. So it's if you think about the side it's walls, not that big. It's what fifteen inches. Oh, it's big enough probably. to put a pizza in. Yeah, and it's you could set on those event grills like you'd see at Sam's, like you're talking about. They're long as a table, right? Six, probably, probably. not six foot, four or five I think foot I have, long. What, three. You could set two or three of those pizza things yeah. on them. So they're kind of countertop size, and they make them. They'll yeah. fit on. I think they make them to fit on. Is it uh, any grill? I mean, I mean different kinds of grills. Grill. Yeah. You, oh, I'm sorry. I pulled your cord there. Um, but uh, which uh, what did you look the name of those up? Because I had Bakerstone, found them. I think. Is that what it is? Yeah, Bakerstone? Bakerstone. I found them on Amazon. I just hadn't pulled the trigger on it yet. I've been wanting one, but it's like, how many times are you going to cook pizza? It's pretty cool if you cook a lot of pizzas and you don't want to put. A pizza oven outside, like, you know, a lot of these people are pushing outdoor pizza ovens. Well, this is a great way to do it, take up less space, and you can move it so it doesn't stay yeah, there. You have you to can, see it all the time. Yeah, you can take it Put away. Put it in your garage or wherever. Yeah, yeah, take it away and grill. Yeah. So it's more, it's kind of, it's a versatile type pizza oven. So it's yeah. not just doing that. Because if you put a big old pizza oven in your backyard, that's all you can do. Yeah. yeah there's I mean, no grilling. Yeah. There's no. Cook it on stone. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that we talk a lot about a cheap oven thermometer can really come in handy as a little gadget no, that's a, i didn't think about that that is a good gadget you can go buy them i Walmart. recommend them to people all the time yes if you don't if you want to know what your great temp is running and you don't have a you know fancy thermo- probe type yeah. thermometer set up yeah get you a cheap oven thermometer they're little metal oven thermometers they run about five bucks no probably cheaper than that yeah. i bet you can find them at a dollar tree probably or dollar general yeah. or somewhere but they're I mean, I recommend having several, especially if you're learning your grill. You don't need it all the time. But when you're first starting out and you're wanting to learn your hot spots or what temps are running or what it's actually, when you got food sitting there, what that, you know, what the temp is by it, those things are great. And you'll just, you can, you can buy them less than five bucks, probably two or three bucks, maybe even a dollar if you find them the right place. But (laughs) they're worth it. Yeah. They work. I mean, they're going to, the face of them is going to get smoked up and black. Take you a little degreaser or something, wipe it off, and it'll. I mean, they're but good to go. Once you learn your pit and learn, yeah, your you don't need them anymore. Until you don't need them anymore, but they're really good for. They're handy when yeah. you're learning. Yeah. Um, I put bug assault on here. <laughs> that's, that's just a, that's my fun little toy. It's a good accessory. Hey, it works. You can kill the I've crap out of some flies. Really it? good at knocking them flies down. Yeah, you're even good at it. <laughs> it's fun. That's a, that is a gadget, I guess. It's not really a barbecue gadget, but hey. I keep it beside my recliner. Somebody opens the door, lets a fly in. That's his ass. <laughs> I'm dirt rolling him. <laughs> I'm the fly hunter. Yeah. It does not work on other insects. I've tried <laughs> to shoot wasp and stuff with them, and it will piss a wasp <laughs> off. I tried to shoot a uh, horse fly. I wasn't brave enough <laughs> to shoot a wasp. So yeah, I tried to shoot I a horse fly. I shot a wasp with it. No, I, ended up, I gave off. the wasp the window after that. <laughs> I was like, it is not worth it. I'll see you later. Come back with some raid. <laughs> Show that wasp what's up. Yeah, they need to make different kind of ammo for it for different bugs. <laughs> you got a you got a caliber peppercorn. You got a caliber. I need the shotgun version or whatever. The, the double alt version for wasp, bigger bigger flying critters. I don't think it's advised to shoot wasps with that thing. I think horse flies are tough though, man. You like that kill horse fly, fly was like I've killed one with it. It took about twenty flocks, twenty shots. <laughs> you just kept going, really. Yeah. Why won't you die? <laughs> They're tough, man. You can't even hardly squish them. When you... <laughs> and they bite. Barbecue gloves. Oh, yeah, that's essential, too. Yeah. Is that an accessory? You need a... I, you know my glove set up. I've done a video on it, the white glove, the nitro glove. And 
even you the, need a hot glove too. Yeah, those for are grinding grapes. Yeah, those are just for moving. That's just for moving meat. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh yeah, but you're talking about like our black. I'm talking all the gloves. Thick gloves. Yeah, yeah. Those those come in extra handy. I always keep a pair of them around for grabbing racks. Yeah. You're not gonna pick up coals with them, but for grabbing racks, moving stuff around. I always great. You yeah, know, I always put them on when I'm grill grates. They work great for picking chimney, up those. You know, put them on to shove my hand on chimneys. Yeah, I'm cleaning out the cleaning out the PKs at state contests. Yeah, we put them on. I like the one. I don't like the big silicone ones. You can't move around in. I like the ones where I can feel what I'm doing. So they're kind of. It's a the ones that, that we sell that we make. It's like a heavier knit glove on top of this like fireproof glove. So it's kind of two gloves all sewed into one. Yeah. But you have flexibility in it. And, you and there's a bunch those, of different. You yeah, can find everywhere. them. Everywhere. Everybody's got them. We just got some labeled with our label on them. Yeah. I mean, it's the same type glove. I don't want this to turn into an infomercial. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. I'm not trying to sell it. anything. I'm trying yeah. to tell you what I like to use. Croc sticks you put on here. What are croc sticks? Croc sticks is what I use to sharpen knives with. And that's the. They're ceramic rods, correct? They have a ceramic and they have like a metal. They're different sizes. Find them. I've found them supporting good stores, Amazon, whatever, but I keep them in my knife tote to keep my knife sharp because when you're doing what we do, sharp knives is important. And I'm not a knife sharpener guy. So you can either send your knives off or you can. Keep something where you can keep the edge on them yourself. And I, I think Croc sticks are the easiest thing they, to yeah, Because they. So. Usually the ones I have, there's two rods. There's like a coarser rod and then a state, another stage. It's like a ceramic rod for the finer edge. And they, they go in this knot, this block of wood and the little top flips open, pull it, pull the rods out and stick them in these holes for whatever angle you want. And usually I go in, I think it's the 20 degree angle and it's predetermined. So there's no, you can't hold the knife wrong. As long as you hold it straight up and go down the rod, it's a perfect angle to put that to put the edge on your knife, on your blade. So it takes and the so, uncertainty away. Yeah. It, you don't have to like say if you had a stone, you could get different stones or different things, but it's all on you to hold the right angle. Well, mm-hmm. if you don't know what you're doing on that or you know, afraid you'll mess your good knife up, those crock sticks are great. And they last a long time too. Thing, you can even scuff them back up with a little sandpaper yeah. if they once you Get enough metal on them or whatever. They're kind of coated. You can clean them up with a little sandpaper and get and them right back. It's like a $10, $15 yeah, item. Cheap. Yeah, Amazon. Um, I put Amazing Smoke Tube on here. You know, that was something I used to use. I have used it before. They're good and for it, smoking cheese. They're maybe. good for cold smoking. But for adding, you know, they were billed as, oh, we're going to add all this extra smoke flavor to your pellet grills because people complain that, oh, we're not getting enough smoke on pellet grills. And, you know, that's fine. You just, that's what pellet grills are. They're, you can hold, cold them down at lower temps and get a lot of smoke, or you can crank them up and you're going to get less smoke. It's going to cook the food. That's kind of learned what we did. But instead of using that smoke tube, I started taking just a piece of wood and putting it right on my deflector. And it burns the wood smolders. It's like, you know, it, it puts all that extra, like you're getting real smoke in there from that. And I don't put it down in the fire pot. But wherever on my heat deflector that my fire pot is, I'll put a stick of wood there and it's going to burn. It's not, I mean, I don't cook right over it because, but if it's back, you know, on the side or in the corner or wherever, it's still going to smoke and smolder once it's it gets hot enough. 
easier to control. It's not going to add too many BTUs to what you're doing. You're getting real smoke flavor. And if you cook it up high enough to where that thing's on fire, something's wrong anyway. <laughs> you know, you're not trying to burn it up. You just want it to smoke. Yeah. So I found I get better smoke from that instead of using that tube. The tube's really hard to get going too. To yeah, light. I, it I remember is. us having to use like hand sanitizer to, to put try some to get gel it going. In it to get yeah. it going. Then it burns up too much. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. I like the concept. For cheese, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> For cheese. Yeah. Smoking um, cheese. Cambros. Dry colors. Yeah, you got to have those. Something. And you don't they're have to gadgets. buy the... Yeah. Those are more accessories. Yeah, you know, no, more they're more tools. Yeah. Um, necessities. You put quick boards on your list. Oh, that's a good accessory. Those are just handy because it keeps things clean. If you'll notice that when we're doing videos, a lot of times I'm working with raw meat. I don't put anything. I try not to ever put raw meat on my wood boards. I just don't like that. So what I'll do, I've bought these uh, Smoky Mountain Smokers, I think, sells a brand. And also, you can get some from Barbecue Superstore. And that's that's usually two places it's I get them. It's almost like a really it's thick. A coated cardboard. Piece if you th- of poster, poster board. board. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some of them have the little edges with little... Uh, to, you know, dime marks in them where you can fold them up to make a tray to catch any liquid or anything. I never do that. I just use them as a flat cutting board. They're great in contests and barbecue trailer for quick cleanup. Tailgates, They're great. Like they, yeah. I use, contest. we use them at the house all the time. Yeah. Makes cleanup easier. And you usually, I don't know how much they, I don't remember how much they cost, but you buy a stack 20, they come in like 25 count boxes usually. But they work great. It's like 18 bucks. And another thing that I like too that we use in in contest, um, along that line is these table covers. And I think they're called quick covers or something like that. But they're, if you think of a fitted sheet, it's kind of, it's like a plastic version of that for a table. So six foot folded. Yeah. Yeah. So if you you ever, you know, go see those table covers, you can buy it like the roll at Sam's that you can never get to stay on the table. You have to tape it or buy these clips. Oh, you don't have to do all that. They sell them with, it's got like elastic around it and a little piece of peel off tape in the middle. I never peeled the tape yeah, off. The elastic doesn't have works. To. Yeah. But that makes, that makes cleanup for your tables super easy too. Yeah. And they're, you know, easy to throw you in the You can throw one out and throw all your, like at Memphis MA, we put one on a six foot table. You threw all your ribs out, seasoned them up, did everything you want to do, got them on the smoker, and then we just pulled that off and threw so it away. Right in the garbage can yeah. and boom, your table's clean. Yeah. Yep. So they're good for stuff like that, yep. especially if you're doing fundraising. That's a handy, that's a real yeah. handy uh, accessory to have. What about dry aging equipment? Have you seen that stuff? Uh, you know, I'm not a fan of dry age. Yeah. I like wet age. I like to, I like, and we're talking beef. I mean, that's you all have to I'm be, talking. Yeah. yeah. But I, I'm just, I like, I like when, you know, it's got 30 to 45 days on beef in the cryvac, starting to break down some, but it doesn't, it doesn't start getting that, flavor that i don't i'm not crazy about that dry age wanginess. that's the best way to call it wanginess everybody you know you see people go crazy over dry age beef it costs more and it's this and that man i'm just not a fan it's just not for you yeah i mean it's fine if you are if you want to dry age it do it have you seen those smoke chambers they had one at um when we went to the cab board <coughs> for making drinks and stuff yeah kind of yeah it's like that glass oh yeah well, they were doing that for uh they were doing some type of steak in there. They yeah, he had the cooked steak the steak and it was and cut it up and it was putting it, stacking it and putting it in there yeah. to put some extra smoke on it. Yeah, I'm saying I, I would never use anything like that. Yeah. How would you, once it's cooked, can you add that smoke flavor? 
Yeah, I guess you could put smoke in anything like that. And, yeah. You know, put some foul smoke on it. That's just <laughs> some hipster mess there. <laughs> you got to put some smoke on something after it's done. You see them do this drink mixologist and they're putting, uh, come yeah. on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, if that's your thing, hey, I'm not judging you. That's just not for me. Chicken leg hangers. I do like those. Yeah. And wing hangers. Yeah. Or, um, it makes uh, cooking those uh, drumsticks really cool and easy. Yeah. It's kind of, uh, or the beer can. The beer can, chicken, chicken holders. holders. Yeah, man, those are good accessories. Or um, the things where you put the little peppers in. Yeah, that's a, that's a crap one there. <laughs> I tried that one. They come with the little core and yeah. all that. No. The core works. ABT thing? No. Roll them up, throw them on the grill. Fly. That thing don't work. Putting a pepper in it, standing up. That's a gimmick. Anything else? Um, that's yeah, that's a lot of. What, what, I mean, I'm sure Any we can come up gadget? with some more if we sit here all day. But maybe an injector. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Injectors are good gadgets. Yeah. I don't have a favorite one right now. I'm still using the BDIs that I can't get anymore. And luckily, I just have some that I've taken care of over the years. I, but, uh, when I typed in barbecue gadgets when we were talking about this, okay, coming well, up with some ideas, uh, some terrible stuff. What was, what was the craziest stuff you saw? One of it was like something you um, set up next to your grill and it holds like your paper towel roll and it's got hooks to hang all your crappy accessories yeah. that you don't need. Yeah, you know, yeah. useless your accessories. Big tongs and your big yeah. spatulas and your, your big fork, all those <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah. No, that's good. I don't, I don't like that. The, now, that mat came up, that barbecue mat. Somebody did make a paper towel holder that was cool. It's like a should- tailgater. Is, is that, that who? Yeah, about? I think yeah. so. OBR had some branded up yeah. OBR on them, but I like. I think Jay has one. Where you hang them up on your ten by ten pop up yeah. tent, and it keeps it tight enough to where it kind of turns it into a paper towel dispenser. Yeah, you don't just let it free roll with the wind, and all your paper towel ends up run rolling. You just throw your paper towel on it, hang yeah. it up, and it's it- like made out of little pieces of PVC pipe that they've channeled up. That's pretty cool. It's something you could easily make yeah. yourself. You know. Yeah, I always. It's cool, but I use a bungee cord. You know, yeah. we'll just run a bungee through there. <laughs> but and the problem it. with the bungee cord is that it um If you get it too loose, it, it'll yeah. let it roll. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Collapsing Especially if you're outside. Trailer. The bungee works on the inside, on yeah. the inside of the trailer. Collapsible garbage cans, yeah. This is starting to get into like, tailgating yeah. and yeah. barbecue contests. No, I think we could sit here and think about other stuff like that all the time. But, barbe- you always but, uh, need a grill cover, too. Yeah. I don't That's not them. a gadget. That's more no, of an accessory. Yeah, yeah. Where do you draw the line between gadget and gadget and accessory? I don't know. <laughs> gadgets to me are gadgets are more. Well, I think a gadget. I think of something electronic. Yeah, you're right. And then accessory is non. So it's but there's kind of the same category, you know. But that's. I mean. Well, would this be a gadget or an accessory? This um, what is it called? It'd be an accessory. That's the heat an accessory. wave. Heat wave. Yeah. Aftermarket. Yeah, aftermarket. It's definitely aftermarket accessory. Yeah, that's what I would classify it as if you want to classify it. But it could t- call it a gadget too. Well, now we got to try it. Yeah, report back. Oh, I'm going to. I'll probably use it in a, at least an Instagram video or something. Yeah, see how it does. Yeah. If it works, and he gave us an extra one. He said, "Give one of these away." away. So we'll, we'll probably do something like in an Instagram or something. Yeah, I'm down for or that. Or on the podcast. What What else we got coming up? I know we talked about earlier. We got the. State contest. Uh, we're going to Melbourne, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Video coming next week. Yep, back on the grind. 
It all starts next week. Say it. I'm ready. We gave him a month to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, Your vacation is over. Yep. Now it's got to go back to editing. I want to do a podcast on talking about our process for doing a video sometime. Or what our day-to-day yeah, week is Yeah, what that like. week's like what when we're putting together. Because, yeah. I mean, with these podcasts, it's not – there ain't no producer to it. I mean, you might I mean, have to cut little, out my coughs or something. Yeah. I get verklempt. <laughs> but, but other than that, you don't do much. They just, you pretty much put the audio up. We'll talk. We'll, that's something to talk yeah. about later. But I also want to go through the like. video is a big deal. It's it's not just the us. video and the recipe. I mean, we still, we do inventory. We, you know, oh, do. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk about all the business I side? I talk about all of it. All right, lay it out there. This is what we do. This is what we spend eighty hours a week on. <laughs> well, that's fun. That's a good. T- that's a good podcast. <laughs> start a flight or two, <laughs> <laughs> right? But we'll have it recorded. We can go back and listen to it and yeah, see who was say, really see, right. I told you I did all this. <laughs> Why you just sit there <laughs> doing nothing? <laughs> that's not what I say at all. Uh-uh. I say, look at that handsome man over there doing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's all. That's all our time today. So, you ready to go get some Mediterranean stuff and get it cooking? Yeah. That's what we're going to do. And, uh, Shell, tell them where you can find us. If you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's How to BBQ Right on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and as always on YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram. And. We appreciate y'all listening to the podcast, watching on YouTube, and we're coming back with cooking video next week. We'll see y'all.